every Friday on Jugarabo Live. Giving you the smooth sounds of the 70s and 80s. Well, it's not far down to paradise. Christopher Cross. Normally at this time you'd be hearing it's okay, it's not okay, but I don't know too many people who would say what we're about to talk about is not okay, so you put away your divisiveness for a moment. This is going to be a, uh, a very unique opportunity that we have to enlighten people on something that happens all across America every day. What's going on? <laughs> something that happens all across America and that people normally do away from the spotlight. But SBK has been sharing his journey with us. You know that uh, he went to the doctor after too long not going to the doctor. By the way, I don't know if you heard while you were out, I made an appointment. Oh, uh, when's your appointment? Uh, May, I think it's like May 10th, if I'm not mistaken. It was the first they could get me in. Okay. Going to get a physical, going to find out what the hell's wrong with me. No, 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 you'll be great. I hope you're right. Uh, but but SBK, after a doctor's visit, found that he uh, had severe kidney failure. Yeah. And uh, was in need of a transplant. And uh, why don't you tell us about what led you to uh, the situation where we find ourselves right now. So I actually announced this on when I filled in for you one day. It was the first day I met Seth and, and Kayla. And um, I, I just thought that since this was happening to me, I couldn't hide. I couldn't hide from it. And I felt like a part of my responsibility of being on the air was to try to spread awareness, keep other people from having encountered the same uh, situation by getting an annual physical. It was simple as that. Yep. Um, I felt great when I was diagnosed. Yeah. And it's such a, kidney disease is such a slow disease and it just slowly just takes everything away from you. So anyway, um, if you've been listening, I put out the search on the air, on social media, just, just talking to people in general that I was looking for a donor. Right. And um, there's one thing to find people that actually will match sure and i had four matches um and that's out of all the people who are like man of, i'll get tested go to kidneyforkevin.com find right. out how i could be a donor so out of all of those people the one thing that i did that i shouldn't have done i should have had someone else in charge of the searching and contacting people right because i, I it's very stressful it's a roller coaster you get your hopes up and then everybody doesn't pan out the first donor that i started the uh, process with he actually got disqualified at the last minute mm. now i thought this surgery would have happened in december right and um the first donor uh he he got disqualified for some reason yep and then i had to move on to the second donor which i didn't necessarily know if the second donor was still on board right you know because most of these people were, they were strangers and i didn't know them and it's like well you, you send that email, you're like, so, uh, how's it going? How you been? Yeah, calling up that drug dealer you haven't talked to in about right, 10 years. Right. Like, so what's been going on, man? So, uh, uh, still need a kidney counter. You, you busy? What are you doing? So that happened, and I was very reluctant to meet any of the donors. Right. Because I just didn't want to get attached to them. Sure. And then be let down. Of course. Because it's... You get a sense of relief. You're like, oh, I have donors. Okay, now let's see if one of the donors can actually have the surgery. Right. Which is two totally different things. Right. And then you have to have the surgery. That's a whole other thing. So so anyway, um, I contacted Brian, uh, and he said, yeah, man, I'm still committed. I'm still interested in doing this. 
I have no idea why. <laughs> uh, but I'm still amazed every every time we we talk and we've hung out a couple times and every time we talk I'm expecting him to go, "Hey man, I uh, can't do it." <laughs> <laughs> but um I mean, we hit it off just like I think, you know, if I would have met him under any other circumstance, I think we would have still hit it off right. and uh he's a great guy. For obvious reasons, but he's a great guy in general, yeah. and um, I don't know, man. Yeah. I mean, I sent him a text like right after this happened. I was like, "Thank you for saving my life," right. which was a, is a weird thing to to say. It's an but, awesome thing to say. Yeah. I mean, um, how often can you say that to another human being? Hopefully, like, I'll never have to say it again. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brian, uh, first of all, on behalf of all of us, thank you. Uh, you are saving our friend. You're saving our colleague, and uh, you're, you're saving his life. And I, you know, we'll have fun here. We'll have some casual conversation, but don't let that obscure the fact that Kevin, myself, Seth, John, to a lesser degree, John, uh, we are uh, we are all immensely uh, grateful for what you're doing, and uh, it takes a special kind of person to be willing to do that for pretty much a complete stranger. What what about Kevin inspired you to even start down this journey? Was was this something you felt compelled to help other people all along? You were looking for an opportunity, or one day did you just decide, you know, he sounds like a nice guy? I I think I'll try to save his life. Well, um, first of all, thanks for the compliments. I appreciate it. Um, I just, it's basic human nature, I guess. Uh, I can't let somebody sit back and go through this and possibly die from this. Um, long before I met him, I was actually looking into it. I wanted to kind of like, okay, what can I do to help out? Donating blood. Didn't feel like it was just enough. I looked into kidney donation, and then I was kind of doing some research on it, talking mm -hmm. to people. And then once I heard about Kevin, I'm like, well, let me give this a shot, man. This is a guy who needs something, and I'm willing to give up. Um, and then, lo and behold, we kind of just connected, started talking, and um, not backing out, Kevin, so you don't have to worry about no, that. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. I know that's on the back of your mind. Like, every morning when you wake up, like, okay, sure. no text from Brian. He hasn't backed out. So it's a good day. <laughs> every time you don't text, it's a great thing. Yeah, but it's it's one of those things. It's I feel it's human nature that, you know, we live in a society right now that's not uh, on the best uh, society it is. But right. Um, I just want to do my part as a, and a great person, a nice person, and I don't want to see Kevin go through this. And all the stuff that I've researched into it, uh, everybody's had a great after effect afterwards. They right. just came out, and they're, like, energized. They feel so much better, and I can't wait to that day where I could look at Kevin, and Kevin just like, man, I feel amazing. I want to go run. I want to go do this. I want to do that. I want to start a family, and just I want to see that and it's one of the things that brings me yeah, great joy. I mean, it's a little wow. selfish on that behalf, but yeah, how uh, dare I you? Appreciate I, it. I probably won't be running. Animal. <laughs> like, he's into running and stuff like that. Um, I referred to him as the ripped guy. Yeah, he is. In the process. Yeah, you're I'm right. Like, Why did I yeah. go with this guy first? Right. What was I thinking? Before we knew you, we knew you as the ripped guy, yeah. and we, uh, you, we, you were our favorite candidate all along. Just so you know, the ripped lightning fan, Brian. <laughs> well, when did you first hear about what Kevin was going through? When did you decide that he was going to be the guy that you wanted to help? Um, I was. Kind of funny. I was on the way home one day, and I was listening. I guess it was a replay, um, and I just heard him, you know, and I heard that pain in his voice. And like I said, I was doing the research into it, and I'm just, I felt like it was a, a special connection, like the universe saying, like, hey, you want to do this? Here's your opportunity to step up and swing that bat and help out. And uh, it's been a very, very long process, um, but it's finally coming to a very good conclusion, very positive conclusion for us. Right. Um, and luckily, I've had the support of some uh, great people back over here. Um and everything's going to fly uh, 
Weiss Moving. Excellent. We're here with Brian. He is donating one of his two kidneys. You do have two, right? You're not giving him your last one? No, I'm pretty sure they always <laughs> said I had two. Good. And I'm not telling you how to live your life, but I don't think you can live one with no kidneys. You know, I don't know I don't know how much uh, Brian wants to get into this, but it wasn't a straightforward process. Like, there was a chance that he was going to be disqualified. Right. Yeah. You. You. Yeah. Every time, and, and just to let people know what goes on behind the scenes, it seems like every time SBK goes over two hurdles, something happens to knock him back three hurdles. Yeah. And th- this journey has not been a, a smooth one, nor has it been an easy one. And, you know, first one went through and then it fell through. And then even even ripped guy, as we knew him, there there was a hiccup there. Right. And uh, and lo and behold, you did you was there a point where you thought, well, dang it, I'm just I'm not going to be able to help out. Um, not really. Um, I've stayed positive through the whole entire thing. Even like before I started the testing, I sent him text and I called him. I'm like, Hey, we're going to stay positive until we hear a no, you're not the donor. We're going to go through with this. Right. And, um, like there, like he said, there's hiccups. We went through a couple different things and my, uh, white blood cell count was really low for somebody my age or somebody who I was. Um, so we kept getting that tested over and over and over and everything. Sure. Like, okay, this is the last one. No, it's not the last one. It's not the last one. And right. it took a while, but, um, once I got that phone call saying I was cleared to go, um, I let him know. And like, that's what started that awkward text of thank you for saving my life. Like, <laughs> how do you, how do you tell somebody that? Like, yeah. thanks for saving my life. He stayed positive. I freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> the <whole time>. so. <laughs> I wouldn't know what emoji to send with like, thanks for saving my life. A lifeguard emoji. I don't even first aid emoji. And I don't I, even know. And I got to tell you, cause you guys were here on, and, um, when I finally got the final, it's okay. It's going to happen. I was almost like, it hadn't hit me. I was kind of underwhelmed because right. I was expecting bad news. Sure. I was prepared for bad news. You were. And then, you know, I'm looking at the third guy who was on the list, and he's like slamming beers and partying. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. Basically, Balls was your third guy on the list. <laughs> Basically, yeah. And I'm like, man, I got to go with this guy. What am I going to I thought I was going to start the search over. And every time you start the search over, uh, you're you're adding two three months to the process. Right. Meanwhile, I'm getting I guess you know worse day by day, and you know it's um unfortunate. Most people wait five to seven years to get a living donor. Wow. As opposed to a deceased donor. Right. You know um so a living donor gives you the best chance for a full recovery to lead a normal life. You know, so um, I'm just excited about it, and I'm more excited than I am nervous about the entire process. So. Sure. Man, we're all excited for you. And this le- and someone just tweeted, which is an underscoring uh, the importance of this. Uh, please, people, realize becoming an organ-, organ donor does save life. It's so easy to do, and you can leave a legacy behind you and, and use your organs to save someone else's life. Brian, what's your recovery process like? We know that Kevin's going to be out a couple of months, and I see they have a new baby here. So how long are you going to be out when you go through that surgery? Um, from everybody I talk to doing my research, um, I've talked to people from all aspects of fitness, people who are not in shape, people who are older, younger, um, and it's usually about four to six weeks, uh, eight weeks if I have any little complications, which um, they really don't feel like I'm going to have complications. I feel like my body can handle it, um, and I'm just just going to have to be without my baby for a while. I have an eight-month-old baby that I can't oh. pick up for uh, about six weeks after surgery, but um, that's hey, going to be a little difficult because my, she's so adorable. My son's 13. <laughs> she'll never remember it. Like when she grows up, she'll never remember these. Yeah, times. but we as parents, we remember. Of course, everything. oh yeah, you'll beat yourself up, but she'll be like, I don't know, I don't remember those diaper. A lot of diapers happening there. Uh, okay, a couple of questions for you. First, uh, may we get you a shot of Rumplemints or Jägermeister? 
Um, neither one of those. Good. Those that was a trick <laughs> question. I wanted to see. I wanted to see if he was going like, to wow. take us up on the off floor of alcohol. You don't, get, to trap you don't him. get triceps like that from drinking Jägermeister. That's true. The man, the man is ripped. Uh, is there a possibility that once Kevin receives your kidney, that he will start to take on your physique? Because that would be very intimidating if he starts to look like you every day. If he wants to absorb my strength, I'm okay with that. All That's right. the plan. That's right. the plan. No, actually, my plan is uh, he's a personal trainer. Yeah. And my my plan is that after I'm ready to go, I'm going to go train with. Him. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Be a kidney, you might yeah, as well. Yeah, I'll show him how to work out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when it comes to your political leanings, Brian, uh, would you say you are uh, you are more liberal or conservative? Wow, I didn't know you were talking politics. Well, no, 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 man, I told you. <laughs> no, I don't want to get telling, specific. No, no. Um, it's hard to say. Uh, okay. I'm on both sides of uh, me too of the of the polls and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good things on one side, a lot of good things on the other. Right now, a lot of bad things on one side, but mm-hmm. that's for sure. Uh, all right, because I want to see if Kevin starts to take on different characteristics. <laughs> like I want to know who to blame it. Like when he comes back from the transplant, and he starts going, "That eh, president's doing a damn good job." That, so was, basically, that, that was my plan. He wants to know if I'm a Trump guy, and when you come back, are you going to be a Trump guy? That's what I, <laughs> that's what, that is what I'm concerned about. Uh, you know, I like for SBK to remain SBK. Uh, what band? What bands are you into? So we can know if Kevin starts to like a certain kind of music. That is probably due to the influence of your kidney. Uh, I'm a big fan of uh, I Prevail, uh, Data Remember, those kind of bands. Okay. Right. Um, that's good. what I do. I love running to that music. Kind yeah. of gets me energized. That's, but, uh, that's Seth's uh, favorite right and there. And I love country, which is kind of like both into the spectrum, which... That's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you're going to start liking country music. Uh, and, and spicy food. Despite, you like spicy food, too? Uh, not not to toot my own home, but there isn't any spiciness food out there enough right there for me. Like, I've tried it all. And have you uh, have you tried the Inferno Soup Challenge at, uh, at uh, Natalie's? I'm looking forward to that's it. On the, I'm actually taking him there. Oh. Dude. If, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, this. I don't care what you've been through, spicy-wise, this will... <laughs> This will knock you on your A dollar sign dollar sign. They- well, hopefully it does. Uh, I have some hot sauce at home that has like all like ghost peppers, oh, yeah. reapers, and stuff oh, like that. Did, yeah. And I, that. I drank a little bit of it, ate a little bit of it. And my wife was like, "Oh, it's not that hot." No, and she had like a barely even a dab of it, and she was crying and oh, yeah. she was mad at me for a week. Oh, I want to be there when this guy tries the Natalie Timex challenge because oh. that Inferno soup is to die. Why you almost went blind from it, and I wasn't yeah. sure if Kevin was going to make it through the night when he tried that it. That was when Kevin was driving back to Orlando, and he had to stop repeatedly. I had to get a hotel room. <laughs> I didn't even try to make it home. And I got one drop in my eye, and I, I, I needed surgery for crying out. It was awful. Uh, we are here with Brian. He is unbelievably benevolently donating his kidney to Soul Brother Kevin. The operation is going to take place in May, if I'm not mistaken. Is that the plan? We have not gotten the final date yet. Gotcha. Very So we can say in the not-so-distant future. Uh, anything uh, you, anything we're missing, Brian? Anything you'd like to say to the people out there other than obviously become an organ donor and help other people when you can? Yeah, just get into it, look into research, talk to people, understand the situation. Just don't understand you're giving up an organ, a kidney. Um, just know what you're going to do and what you want to do and just try to be helpful, help other people. That's what we should be about. Um, we shouldn't be hating each other. We should be helping each other. Um, Definitely not a Trump pass guy. Pass <laughs> <laughs> This guy's a freaking hero. No, yeah, also, I mean, you you can't give up an organ without it being a, a group, a family decision. So, right. you know, I want to thank his his wife, and um, you know, he's his entire family for you know they have to be on board with him. It's sure. uh, you know, it's not a. Uh, it's not a light undertaking, mm-hmm. so I, I'm really appreciative of that. And um, like I said, I just want to get past this so I can do my part of being a voice for people who don't 
have a voice when it comes to kid, uh, chronic kidney disease. Right. And uh, kidneyforkevin.com is his website where you can go and get all kinds of information. Uh, Brian, listen, man, you uh, you are an unbelievable human being. I don't use the word hero very often, but to me and to Kevin and to all of us and to our, to our Bone family, you are a hero because you're doing something above and beyond what a normal human being would do, man. It's amazing. It's it's humbling. And uh, and thank you from the bottom of our hearts for, for doing what you do. And uh, this is... Uh, this is unlike anything I've ever been a part of, man. Thank you. You're welcome, man. It's just it's an emotional roller coaster, but um, looking forward to that end and that positive note, seeing that uh, as soon as he wakes up, how happy he's going to be. And, and you'll never pay for another Pitbull Toddler show <laughs> ever. I'm telling you. I, I hate to say it, but I've never been to a Pitbull oh, Toddler show. Man. And I almost stuck my elbow in the, the glitter, the butt glitter oh, from yeah. the couch. Sorry. Sorry. And despite what you guys were saying off air about him, I'm going to try to get Steven Stamkos to visit you guys in the hospital post-surgery. <laughs> that, was, that was all me. Have you been to season tickets. So. Okay, good. So you've been to playoff games and stuff. There's no. Have you been to the Chase Club? Uh, yeah, one time. Yeah. One time? All right, well, tell you what. If I get hooked up with Chase Club tickets for the playoffs, and that is the plan, uh, I would be honored if you would be my guest. I have to accompany him. And, and with, with Kevin, of course. <laughs> Actually, you got to look out for Lauren's got to come. And, my wife and has Lauren. to come. We all right, party of four. Yeah. Well, I, I can get four Chase Club tickets for the playoffs. I'm trying to get a suite now well, at this let's point. Let's just get a suite. Let's just get a whole suite. We're going to round the whole family. Uh, but again, uh, thank you so much for what you've done. You're you're an unbelievable human being. You're an inspiration to a lot of people. And, uh, and thank you, man. You're welcome, and I appreciate it, guys. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. At Planet Fitness, a lot has changed since 1998, but our membership has always been just $10 a month. On June 28th, that rate will increase to $15 a month for new members. So if you've been thinking about joining, now is the perfect time to lock in $10 a month for good. Once you join, your rate will never increase for the life of your membership. Enjoy free fitness training and equipment for every workout, all in the judgment-free zone for $10 a month. Don't miss out. Offer ends Thursday, June 27th. Rejoining after cancellation will result in change in membership price. See club for details.